0: This is Cliffcentral.com.
1: Rich Mulholland, have you ever shown your nipples on Instagram? <laughs>
0: I have not. Why not? Oh. <laughs> well, I don't know. I never thought about it as a sport or a follow builder up until this point.
1: <laughs> well, it turns out that we've all been missing out on that action.
0: Yeah, listen to you guys. I think we need something new like Fartstagram as well, where you can share your farts online. Um, that would be it. I
1: totally agree. I mean, yeah. look, how long has it been now? All we've got out of, it, out of social media is voice and pictures. Mm. We need to get some sort uh, time of. To up their game.
0: We need it, to it tap really into really the is. other senses. It really yeah, is. Scratch and sniff. <laughs> Everyone should just be sitting there scratching their phone. <laughs> well,
1: Rich, if there's anyone that's going to pioneer it, it is you. What's new in your maverick life?
0: Well, I want to give a bit of an update on last week. Um, on, I don't know if you recall at all, last week I was talking about goals and bucket lists.
1: Yes, and how we don't really have so, any, realistically.
0: <laughs> yeah, I realize I don't have enough. So so one of the things was, I've been chatting about this quite a bit in terms like, just general conversation people. And I realized one thing that I wanted to get across. was almost a cautionary aside about setting goals. And I'm calling it um, Escape Goal Gravity. Which is a, a little bit of a play on a Howard Mann book, but escape goal gravity—the idea that we have to be careful that we don't get so consumed by specific goals that we totally overshoot the mark. And here's a case in point. Uh, about 14 years ago I started public speaking in order to uh, try and help promote Missing Link my company which is obviously a presentation business I figured that idea you know never trust a skinny chef if if the <laughs> if if I wasn't on the stage myself how could I justifiably go out there and sell the fact that we are a presentation company so the original reason I did it was was purely a, pre- a credibility play now go back to that point in time At that point when I'd started missing link, if I went out and did a sale, it didn't matter how much it was, could be a hundred grand, could be five hundred grand, it always gave me a thrill, it was always like a seven out of ten. I always came away feeling good. And I realized that the difference between the amount didn't make that much difference. My ego was equally fulfilled when somebody anybody at any price signed off on some work. Then what happened is I started I went down this journey of doing this public speaking. And the public speaking was about, as I said, promoting the business. But the problem was that every time I got off stage, people cheered at you. They cheered for you. And that was a 9 out of 10. Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden, I put the relatively small gain public speaking business because I wanted to chase that thrill ahead of the missing link business. And what started happening is I started pushing that small thrill a whole bunch more for no given reason when i'm looking back at it now and i'm kind of mapping out my goals now i realize wait a minute why am i pushing this thing it already achieved what it had to achieve and now i'm set up on this where where i stopped trying to sell missing link work and started trying to sell presentation work so the, the, the speaking work so the speaking job thrived but missing link kind of just carried on going and i feel like this is a cautionary tale that people need to be aware of when you're sitting there mapping out your goals, you need to decide why you're doing it in the first place. And you need to be very, very sure that you don't overshoot the mark because if you do, there's a massive risk of uh, uh, you having a loss in another more important part of your life, often just um, hit by the fact that something looks shinier and better.
1: That's a good point, Rich. I'm going to be very intros- introspective here and say I want to do more in sport, and now I've overshot the mark, and I'm hosting this show today. I mean, it's all gone wrong. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So I've been thinking about this quite a bit for me. Like I'm just trying to work out when I'm mapping, I'm trying to create this kind of, uh, in my book, uh, Jesus, sounds like I'm punting on my stuff here today, but I'm really know, not in Legacy. I wrote about this principle on? called Goldilocks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Buy online now, kids. <laughs> but I, I wrote about this principle called Goldilocks and it's the just right. Do you remember way back when, when we had phones and everybody wanted to make phones smaller. You had to have a smaller phone and eventually got down to that stupid little Ericsson phone yeah. and it was ridiculous. And we totally overshot just right. And then it went to big, thin <laughs> phones. And now we've totally overshot thin and totally overshot big, and you have those stupid tablets. And I think in almost everything, you have to know what your Goldilocks is. You're, you're just right. Because, I mean, if, if it was up to me right now, no phone company ever would be making a thinner phone. They would keep the phones exactly the same size they are, and with any added... uh any added space they get, they'd be adding battery sure. because we have a battery problem, but we don't have a thin phone problem. But they forget, and they keep going for thinner phone. And that's what happens is we often just completely overshoot what the original intended purpose was in the first place. So when I'm now sitting there mapping up my goals now this week, I've started kind of trying to plan in a bit more order. I've put them as a hierarchy i put them as an organogram like you imagine a company to look like. And a lot of the goals are feeder goals. So if this, then that. If this, then that. And by trying to map out my hundred things I want to do before I die in terms of a structured organogram instead of just a list, all of a sudden I've started to realize where my just enough is. And I guess my thought is that people should maybe try to do that. Try map out I want to do this until then in order to achieve that and then work up from there. I guess
1: there's some kind of like some nice mistakes being, you know, overshooting you into up take your new avenues, but that whole saying about what's my just enough, that's really nice. Also because it's quite difficult. Like it's nobody really knows until you get to that point sometimes though.
0: Yeah. And bear in mind though, you, you, it's okay to put that down, get there and then mindfully say, ah, you know what? To hell with it. I, I, that is my just enough, but things have changed and now I actually want to be a global speaker. That's what I want to be. It's completely okay to do that intentionally it's just not okay to do it completely accidentally or without thought and and that's my worry It's a lot of what we do we pursue certain things without thought because we forget what the original goal of what we we're doing was what 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 the original goal was in the first place and i think if you just a little bit mindful of when you write down a goal i want to do this in order to achieve that or because of this and as long as you put that down, then it gives you permission. So if a few, if something changed that said, well, a better way to do this is to actually do that, then you can change yourself. You don't have to stay true to an old, um, dated goal, but just putting the goal itself be thinner. That's never going to, you know, that's not going to be helpful because then what is thin enough?
1: Yeah. It's so true. Especially when you look at people in like, in the health and fitness world as well, you know, we all have these insane challenges that people get up and do. But, like, what is past that?
0: Yeah, I mean, I saw this guy speak last week at an EO function. Um, He's called the Iron Cowboy. Have you heard of him? No. He did 50 Ironmen in 50 consecutive days in 50 states.
1: Bro, that's insane. And Uh, where where is he now? (laughs) Where do you go in life after that? (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> exactly well that's what he said, he said he's not gonna do he's not gonna get out of bed now if, if it's not for seven figures <laughs> because he's done every he's pushed himself as far as he possibly can but that, that's he mountain a... biked up kilimanjaro i mean he's just done stupid things is that even possible wow apparently so this is mountain... much faster coming down <laughs> <laughs> how you even the one... decide that how you even make that happen Jeez, yeah but again hey, he was telling this one story that sorry carry on no, yeah, yeah, all, all yours well he was telling this one story that um he got through it was like an iron man 30 or something and he he fell over in a huge cramp he said you know when you wake up with that calf cramp that cramp and your cramp in your leg and you can't move he said he got that through his whole body and so he said to his friend quickly get a medic get a medic and his friend came back with a phone he said is that a medic he said no it's your wife and the wife said come on do it carry on going don't be stupid and he said, no, I can't do it. He said, I don't want to speak to her. Get, get 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 the medic. And he came back later and he said, it's your daughter. And he was like, oh, come on. And the daughter came on, came on the phone and said, dad, dad, can you, can you walk for me? And she he said, no, absolutely not. He said, and there was a pause. And then she said, dad, can you crawl? And I was like 20 kilometers. And he was like, I'm so sorry. I just can't crawl. And then there was this longer pause. And then she came back and he was like, dad, can you cartwheel? And then he was like, "Ah, you know, this kid believes in me so much that I actually have to try." And he kind of got up and he limped the whole way to the finish line. And as he got the last ten meters, he did consecutive cartwheels to get over the line. Wow. Uh, the guy's a legend. Anyway, you should probably check him out as well. Iron Cowboy.
1: Yeah, we'll do. I, I did hear that story, but like, didn't Eddie, Eddie Izzard also do a variety of uh, marathons? What was his number? He did like consecutive- fifty
0: consecutive marathons. Yeah.
1: Whoa. Oh, it's a strange. So this guy people, did the
0: marathon like. with the bicycle, with yeah. the cycle and the swim attached to it.
1: Oh yeah, I mean it is like a whole different, <laughs> a whole different bunch of levels on top of that. But there's got to be something special. But Richard, I, I love the first point you made there about the whole thing. You wanted to kind of get a presentation business going by making yourself like the example of that. And again, with this iron, iron cowboy guy, it's like he can achieve not anything in the physical realm on the back of this. It's like everyone's going to go, well, he did that. Obviously, he'll do this.
0: Yeah, I guess the one challenge for any of these guys, these sportsmen who achieves a goal, if they want to do these things often to get onto a speaker circuit or to write a book, is that they're constantly chasing the dragon because uh, you can only be hired once to talk about doing 50 Ironmen. And bizarrely, nobody wants to now hire you in two years' time to talk about doing 20 of them. So you've constantly, constantly, constantly got to be uh, pushing uh, the boundary over and over and over again.
1: Yeah. Well, so it
0: becomes a big challenge and again if, if the why is public speaking i don't know it could have been something else
1: that's so true
0: all right rich where, where are you off to next what other great locations you got on your speaking trips i'm in cape town now until tomorrow then Joburg and then dc on saturday oh very
1: nice all right yeah. well gareth will have to be back uh next monday he's got some sort of fever today that's why he's not here
0: Ah, uh, Shem, I'm speaking in um, Washington on Monday, so I'll be—I uh, okay. will be away next week, but I'll be back the week afterwards.
1: Cool. All right, Rachel. Thanks for your time as awesome, always. Awesome, guys. Look to Have it. a Have great operation. couple of
0: weeks. Bye, bye.
1: All righty. Ciao. This is CliffCentral.